0: Welcome everyone who is listening to this. I know it's been quite some time. I'm gonna apologize in advance for the wind. Um, It might be a little difficult to hear me, but um, I decided to just sit outside um, for a little bit, just record something. Um, I've had some things kind of been sitting with me lately um and you know in in the past year um just with the start of COVID and, and quarantine and everything um I've had I've I've had I've had my share of uh ups and downs and um the one thing that I'm noticing is that there are a lot of um consequences um that are stemming from me and my now he's my husband um that are stemming from our situation um and and his arrest um and it's something that we've been able to talk about um, we've been able to start to kind of delve in and talk about the things that really took place um there's still some difficulty with forgiveness um and there are some things that we as a couple are are having to work on um because it was a it was a traumatic situation for him um And it it hurt me in some places that I didn't I didn't really think that um, I could be hurt in and um, one of the things that I've paid attention to mostly have been the forgiveness part um, because I'm having to forgive my family And as time has gone on and I'm getting the truth and I'm, you know, just really understanding what happened and knowing what happened, um, it leaves me to have to trust the people who broke my trust, but it's also putting me in a place where I have to forgive. Um, and a little synopsis for just everything that took place last year, um, we decided to leave and try a new state um just to see if we could get a fresh start see if anything would work out for us and we went to upstate new york and um had some fair luck out there nothing was um obviously as good as what he had um and that was something that was an eye opener for me, um, because we did have to start over. We left with what we had, and the clothes on our backs, the money we had in our pocket, and you know what little bit we could fit into a suitcase, um, and a backpack, and we left. Um, we endured the shelter life. Um, you know, we didn't get married yet, so we were having to stay separate. Um, but, you know, we endured the shelter life. We endured, you know, a lot of the stuff that took place. Um, quarantine hit probably a couple weeks later. Um, once we got up there and, and, and started to receive some of the help. Um, quarantine had like just started probably maybe a couple days after. Um, I had gotten my, my shelter assignment and, um, it was tough. Um, I don't regret it because I couldn't stay. I couldn't stay with my family with, with, with the kind of mindset that I had and decided I'll go, um, we're a couple, we're a team and I trust him. So, once we finally left and we got there, you know, we tried the city for a couple of months. Nothing was really working. When we went upstate, we had a little bit of better luck. Um, housing was still really difficult, um, but we were able to we were able to start the process of actually working and starting the process of actually being able to have our fresh start. Um, and, you know, we were up there until about October, um, probably at like the beginning or middle of October. Um, we had some safety concerns going on with our apartment and and um, we, we had to leave, we had no other options. Um, and the irony with that is we are with my mother now um, for a short term Um, and during quarantine we were able to get married Um, you know we went through a lot of the um, a lot of the ups and downs um, that I think ultimately were tests to try and see if we were fit for marriage and um and i think i look at everything and i wonder why we had to leave that you know the state that we knew just to be put up against with those tests and um one of the things that i've 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 recognized is that it isn't always about what we're up against um it's really, really about it's really about what we're putting in. And um, we've we've continued our our counseling, um, our marriage counseling and you know, we're having a lot of the things that's wrong with us individually being pointed out. And we were finally able to, start talking about the situation and his arrest and you know what happened on my end um I recognize the expectations that were there for me I understand the things that he needed for me and the specific expectations that he had I didn't meet them um it didn't mean that I didn't do anything but I didn't meet his expectations the way that they were for for him and his perspective. And one of the things that I look at is... I handled it safely. But I was quiet about it. Um, I wasn't as loud as, as, as he expected me and I think as he needed me to be. And... Um, you know, I'm I'm wrong for that. Um, you know, and I I'm spending a lot of the time now. One over analyzing myself. Um, now that we're married, because we do have to talk about these things. Um, you know, we, we have to we have to get to that point um, to be able to sit down and have a conversation about any situation and more importantly the one that changed both of our lives and I took a good look at myself um you know and I think I recognized a lot of what I was taking an issue with but I think what I was taking the issue with was how I was hearing it I know that I spoke up and I told the truth You know I've made sure that the respect is there Um, and you know a lot of a lot of what I'm recognizing is while I can't decide anything for anybody else and I can't make somebody do or say something or treat somebody a certain way um, keeping them in check and in line is is my responsibility for my spouse Um, and I'm struggling a little bit because it's not always even. It hasn't been always even. Um, and I'm getting that kickback. Um, and everything is looked at from that day. Now, and I'm so sorry because the wind is starting to pick up. I am realizing. Um, that as time goes on, he's getting worse with his trauma and how he's he's, he's managing it. But things don't just go away. Um, and I didn't expect things to just go away and everything to just get better and we move on. I, I, I didn't expect that. Um, I think initially I thought that it would be a little bit easier with trying to establish the new. Um, and I think that you know it's 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 not that it's been hard, but he's as much as he loves me, and you know he he's happy with me. He doesn't trust me. He doesn't feel safe and comfortable to be vulnerable with me and it leaves us with a lot of additional things to work on and a lot of other things that can become difficult. And part of that is making sure that we can talk about what happened, making sure that we can talk about the things that he's experiencing. Um, And there have been a lot of health things um, that have come, that, that have just come up with the trauma that he had. Um, and it's to the point now to where medication isn't helping and, and therapy isn't doing what it's supposed to do, um, or what would be beneficial if it wasn't something so severe. And his, you know, and his, as, as, as his wife, I... I struggle with making sure that this is something that I can help him with. I'm not a magician to make it go away, but it's something that I'm looking at myself and saying, you know, I need to be able to be his partner and help him through these health complications and not just get the short end of the stick because it's not fair to him. And, you know, he's expected to kind of pull a lot of the slack up, um, and he he can't. Um, I have told him to focus on himself um, and getting himself better, because we can't thrive unless we both are better. And there is individual work on both sides, but he has a lot of recovery that needs to happen. And... I'm just now really starting to get the ability to be angry, be upset with my with my family and with my mother for what happened. Um, but I think a lot of that is because I'm just now getting the truth. Um, the 25th of March, which uh, was three days ago as of today, um, was when he was arrested and the 25th and the 26th are hard days um, as a couple and then for him. Um, and I've noticed that there's a sense of proudness when he makes it through the day. Um, and more importantly, when he's able to talk about what happened. Him on that day um and that's something that's that's never really been able to be done and I I try to understand um why it's difficult and and it's not even like I want to I don't want him to talk about it to glorify it but I want to know what's what's going on with him and what happens to be able to see what are the areas that I can help and be of support in and a lot of it just doesn't seem like it's anything that I can do um and so I've taken a step or two back and tried to just let him come to me with everything at his own pace and on his own time um and yeah I'm frustrated with I have to stick four different keys into him just to unlock the first layer for him to be able to talk, Um, and then it's a whole other layer that I have to unlock for him to continue talking and for him to be a little more specific and and a little more detailed, Um, and it's really something that I think just has to be worked on um, because... While we're intentional with everything, we aren't always ready to be open. Um, And so it leaves us in a place where we don't know how to approach each other. And I'm walking on eggshells with him sometimes to make sure that I'm communicating correctly without being a trigger for him and he's at times walking on eggshells with me trying to not say the wrong thing and therefore hurt me upset me um and in return be a trigger for me um and I think the one thing that I'm learning through all of this is you know we went through an experience together we went through this situation together and my family are the ones who caused it and we're in the situation I don't want to point the finger at them but we're in the situation ultimately because of that one phone call and I at this point have let go of expecting the truth to be told from the people who made that phone call and from the ones who were in that car as well. But I'm also looking at myself to see where I can rectify things because I can't expect anybody else to do it. Um, We got married despite people trying to tear us apart and we got married despite the flaws and the faults that we as individuals have Um, but we're doing the work and we're willing to do the work and one of the things that I have to look at is are we going to do it regardless of how difficult it gets and that was one of the things that I thought about before getting married was things are not always going to be easy to work on, and we have a really unique situation. Um, and I have to look, and I have to, I have to think like that, and I had to, I had to look at it like that. Um, but he has been putting in the effort, and I think. You know, one of the things that I'm, I'm I'm used to is just being cold. And, you know, I'm used to until you're married, you're single. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship. It doesn't matter if you're dating. Um, and so I've always been educated on the single mentality. Um, and I didn't have healthy relationships. I also didn't have... A good example Um, I knew what I wanted in a marriage and in my husband but I also didn't know what marriage looks like what a healthy marriage looks like and one of the things that I thought about was when I got baptized that was me being cleansed that was me being brand new I had another chance and I haven't fallen short, um, I haven't fallen out of me, I, I made sure that he married someone who was authentic um, and so I always wondered if he really loved my real self and I've learned a lot about friendships. Um, more than anything, in in a short three-month time span, a person that I called my best friend hurt me beyond belief, and that put me in a place where I didn't want to have any friends, I didn't trust anybody, I didn't know who to believe, I didn't want to go anywhere because I didn't want anybody to have the ability to say anything about me and to lie on me, and... You know, I watched as we both made our own individual decisions at that time. But it hurt me when my decisions became somebody else's lie. And I felt horrible. I felt like I can't believe that I'm really thinking about someone that I've known for 10 years. I can't really believe I'm thinking like this. And it hurt, Um, but I listened to what was said, and it made me look and reevaluate the friendship. Um, And I went back to my Bible. I went back to, 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 to Scripture. I went back to my readings. I went back to doing everything that I was doing before that kept me balanced and I recognize that maybe it's a little off um, and maybe you know I wasn't intentional in the boundaries that I set in my relationships and in and, and, and my friendships and uh, you know I recognize it's a tough time as a couple for us It doesn't make anything better with COVID happening and how everything is, you know, in in, in the world. And it doesn't help that we're trying to live our lives, have a healthy marriage, have a good marriage and putting things into it. Um, You know, we're coming up on our first our first anniversary this year. And... uh, it frightens me because of the year that we've had. And I'm not saying frightens me like I don't want it, but it, it, it it's it's a it's a scare because I I'm I'm a life partner. Like I'm married to him for the rest of my life. And so I'm looking at everything now and in a year we've been through a lot. In four years we've been through a lot. And I think I'm just prayerful that, you know, we're getting the tools, we're implementing them. And, you know, one thing that I can say that that being in quarantine and and being in another state during a pandemic um, really taught us and and really showed, and and I won't say us, but showed me and, and taught me, was, you know you're gonna live with someone for the rest of your life and you're gonna be with someone for the rest of your life, you have to be able to stand everything about them. You have to be able to stand the good and the bad. You have to be able to handle them on their worst days. And you have to be understanding that they're human and whatever they have going on with them as an individual, good, bad, and really ugly, you have to be able to handle them. You have to be able to say, I'm gonna be here for them no matter how hard things get. And I took a look at everything and recognized just how we were and everything that we had been through. We got married during a pandemic, we went through the shelter situations, you know, we went with 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 with, with different you know different places and, and, and tried to start in three different places in another state and made it through. Um, I had a hospital situation and I was in the hospital for, for about a week. Um, I had a flare-up, lost all my mobility, and for two weeks, um, and trying to keep me out of going to the hospital, and trying to keep me from having to go to the hospital, um, we were doing everything, and he was having to help me walk, and having to help bathe me, and, and all of my basic necessities. And the last two days before I went to the hospital, he was pushing me in a wheelchair. He was having to help me get in and out of the wheelchair. Getting in and out of the car, in and out of the bed. And I couldn't walk. I remember one night he stepped outside to get some air and I tried to get up and go to the bathroom and I fell right on the floor. And I couldn't move, I couldn't get up and I was so angry with myself because I couldn't use my legs. And I called and screamed for his name. I called him, I called our aunt and uncle. Um, I called called for everybody's name and nobody could hear me. And I had to get, I had to call them on the phone because they were in the other building. And they came and we were just waiting for him to come back inside because we didn't want to move me. And I was so scared. All I wanted to do was use the bathroom. And it was hard. I didn't have any feeling in my in my fingers. I didn't have any feeling from pretty much my waist down. And I was scared. I was terrified. Didn't want to go to a hospital. It was a pandemic. You know, they're not gonna they weren't gonna let anybody in with me. And a couple of days went by. And I woke up and we were having a small disagreement and he was taking care of some of the things on his end. And I said, I can't do this anymore. And I called the ambulance, I called called an ambulance and said, I need to go to the emergency room. I can't walk. And our aunt helped me get in the wheelchair, helped me grab my things wheeled me outside we waited and I was so scared they lifted me into the ambulance and it was it was terrifying I don't know what's going to happen this is two maybe three weeks after we got married and I was terrified and once I got to the hospital, and they put me in a room and everything, um, I said, you know, I have to use the bathroom, and I'm waiting for someone to take me to the bathroom, and they bring me a bedpan, and I said, no, I'm I'm not I'm not using that. My bowels were not that. That wasn't the issue The issue was that I just need help walking to the bathroom Um And they let him back And he sat with me And when they admitted me Um they kept me for about 5 or 6 days And I was terrified I I didn't think that I was I was going to be okay And all I kept thinking was What if this is permanent So I had a walker upon my discharge and I looked at him one one of the days we were in the hospital and I said you know two three weeks after we get married and already the in sickness and in health part is being tested up against us and I said wow okay and we did it we went and handled my physical therapy we handled my walker situation and within a few weeks I was back to somewhat of a regular mobility I was keeping up with my physical therapy you know I was strengthening myself and I was doing everything that was that was good to benefit my mobility Um, and so I really I, I really applaud and appreciate him as a husband because That's something that... That's something that I I, I didn't expect. And I know he didn't expect that either. And so... I'm seeing... How... Everything has kind of... Changed and been different. And um... I guess... I guess I'm just recognizing... All of that. That took place. Um... So... I want to leave, I want to leave on this note, um, because I'm finally able to start opening up about my side of things, um, and I kind of have some clarity, I'm going to start talking a little bit more about my part in things from that day, um, and so I think what I'm asking for is to just keep the open mind, um. You know keep an eye on your spouse keep an eye on the things that they're that they're going through and that they're dealing with and be there for them Um, the road is not always gonna be smooth it's not always gonna be easy it's not always gonna be something that you might think is is manageable but if you love that person you're gonna be up the countless nights you're gonna be there for them no matter how tough things get and you're going to continue to help them get better and so I just, I just, I want to leave on that note. Um, things are always iffy, and and right now, um, you know, there's a lot that's going on. But I think, as people, as individuals, those that are in relationships, I think that we need to be mindful of our spouse, and I think sometimes we we, we forget that. I think sometimes we forget that you know, they're people, they're individuals, they're not just husbands and wives, they're not just boyfriends and girlfriends, um, they're still individual people, and they deal with things that we don't even see, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm leaving with that, um, You know i appreciate everybody who's 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 listening i appreciate everybody who's been following um i'm gonna you know do my best to keep up with these a little bit more um i'm definitely gonna get a little bit more into um you know my mobility and and what took place um with that situation i'm gonna you know just get a little bit more into the things that we've been experiencing and that we've been going through um I definitely know that I need to talk a little bit more about my MS and how that's progressed. Um, And right now, this is just a time of reflection for me. This is a time for me to, you know, kind of sit back and analyze is really not the word that I want to use. But to go and and, and to look back on everything, you know, I want to take the time to reflect. I want to take the time to look at the things that have happened and, and what we've been through and see where those holes are, see if there's anything that we mixed. Did we check off all the boxes? Um, and so I just I'm 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 leaving with that. Um I hope everybody is in good spirits. Um I hope you know everybody that's listening to this gets something. Um and feel free to reach out to each other to me um, I'm always open to questions, I'm always open to suggestions, I'm always open to, you know, finding different ways to spread information, to spread knowledge, to share stories and testimonies. Um, and so, you know, on, 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 that, um, on that note, I'm going to end this. Um, I want to say thank you um, for listening, for following the journey, for, you know, continuing to have the open mind um, with me and with each other. Um, and continuing to be mindful Um, and keeping in mind what everybody else might have going on um, in their lives and that's one of the things that I want to take the time to stress that it's important to do we have to be mindful about everybody as an individual Um, so I hope that everybody has a lovely day thank you for listening and stay tuned